Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! Yeah. 
sure to make her mine with a smooth point and click. Pretty soon she'll be on my digital. Starting the net on a mission in love. Checking out the chat rooms for a virtual dove. Typing so fast, my fingers on fire. Sending out the goods through a fiber optic wire. My keyboard with my custom-made golden spike ears on, transmitting the groove. I send her a picture of me composed out of commas and silicones, and she likes what she sees. Of course she does.
and leave you in a ditch. Now I'm going back for seconds because I need my fix of fried eggs and ham coming from the farmland. Well, they got the fat piggies and the chickens on hand. Take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light. If you see a little chicken side, you know it ain't right for breakfast. I'm the Ortiz, you be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, better than the weed. Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed if you're hungry. You need a hearty meal, yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch. Uh, it's a real deal. Show me how to play all the parts, but then kick me out of getting any of the money. 
Hey, hey, well, he's got plenty of money. As long as they kick me out after I've already got $40 million, I'll be good. I can make well, more. You, we looked up Michael Anthony's net worth on this show one time. I think it was like $60 million bucks. It's something crazy because, I mean, he started like a, a hot sauce company and he's. But he's he's so, got for fucking tax losses. There's no way that fucking Michael Anthony's hot sauce company fucking runs in the black. Do you think? No, no, I'm just saying that's an example of, you know, somebody who's like, well, I better keep doing something. What's People who, who want to keep doing something make something. Sammy Hagar in Cabo Wabo, right? That He might have made more money off that fucking tequila than he did being a rock star. Yeah, probably yeah. so. You know, I mean, that those guys are selling those fucking tequila shit for like a billion fucking dollars and shit. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I, I mean, Sammy uh, owned and operated a fucking bicycle shop, and he was a uh, he owned like apartment complexes. The dude was always like, I like mean, this rock star shit ain't gonna last. I better. Granted, you know that he wasn't running any of it. I'm well, sure no. like Shipman and Perlman uh, Accountants LLC were like, you need to invest in this. You need to invest in that. Here, give us forty million dollars, and we're gonna turn it into. Forty-one million three hundred and sixty, because we're taking nine million of it. Hey man, hey, I listen to those motherfuckers and let them run it. You would, Rufus. You would. But you know what? I like to go more like the fucking uh, David Lee Roth style and just go back to living hand to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's roughing it. <laughs> I would, uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's compare David Lee Roth's net worth to fucking Michael Anthony's. All right, let's see. see. I guarantee David Lee Roth probably got a net worth of about $4 million. Oh, no, no, way more than that. You think so? David Lee? I thought he was, like, broke at one point. Oh, fuck no, he's never broke. He's $60 million. $60 million for David Lee Roth. All right, Mike? He just looks poor. That's the kind of rich I want to be. I don't want to look rich. I no, I be- got you. I'm just saying it's like his haircut. He just always he has the weirdest hair. Mike Lanthony, seventy million. Seventy million. Man, if fucking uh, David Lee could have just kept his mouth shut for another fucking year, he might have eighty million. Exactly. <laughs> what was the breakup? Why did they kick David Lee out of the band? Uh, he wanted to leave because they wanted to. They were all getting settled down with their girlfriends and wives, and he's like, "No, let's fucking record and tour." And they're like, "No, let's take a euro off." And he's like, "Well, fuck you, I'm gonna go do my own thing." It's like assless chaps, dude. Assless chaps. That's that's the way of the future, back then. <laughs> what was his song that he had about? Remember that he had like a video of him at the beach. Well, that was the cover. Yeah, that was uh, California Girls. Okay. That was but so his big hit was a cover then the big David Lee solo hit the first one yeah he did an EP that was mostly covers just because he wanted something to do and put it out and yeah like two of the tracks became fucking huge so then he's like well zibbly bobbly bit bop is that a cover too or that was that was an original I don't know the big I think he was covering Tom and Jerry there <laughs> he was. Didn't Tom and Jerry do like some kind of episode like that where that actually sounded like Jerry when you did that? Well, Tom, yeah, they, Tom and Jerry Tom and ripped Jerry. it off. <laughs> of course they did, even though they were around like 1940. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were ahead of their time in terms of copyright infringement. 
and Sambo. Yippity, yippity, yip, bop, bop, yippity, bop, bop. Yeah, he does have a video with uh, dwarves in blackface that probably would not go over well today. They probably would cancel David Lee just like Van Halen canceled him. This is true. Now look up, now look up Sammy Hagar Network. You know that's going to be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 130 million. That's my guess. Sammy Hagar net worth 150 million. Yeah. Okay. I'm 20 mil off. Not a big thing. So he's got <laughs> twice as much as fucking David Lee. Almost three times as much. Fucking drop in the bucket. Yeah. And you know what? How much of that money do you think Sammy Hagar made with Van Halen? It's got to be the fucking majority of it, right? It's got to be. I mean, he was a huge solo act before that, but I think the bulk of it probably came from, you know, the Van Halen. I mean, he was with Van Halen for 10 fucking years. Yeah, I mean, how long was was David Lee Roth in Van Halen? Well, from high school until 1984. So... 15 years or less? I don't know what year they graduated high school. I really have no idea. Yeah, shit. I don't know. Well, their first album came out in 77, and the last one came out in 84. So seven years? And they put out six albums in seven years, yeah. And how many albums were put out by uh, the Van Hagar? Is Van uh, Hagar the right term? Was it ever called Van Hagar? Or is that just a term of endearment that people say when – Hagar was in the band. They were never like a cover that said Van Hagar. No, no. But I, I think I, the uh, the management and the label wanted them to do that. Wanted them to call it Van Hagar. Yeah, and even Sammy Hagar was like, that's just fucking stupid. We're not going to fucking do that. <laughs> Good for Sammy. I, I, I'm a big fan of Sammy. Now, I was reading a thing the other day where Van Halen was not originally their name. No, they had many, many names, but and yeah, Van Halen. Different names, and they kept getting sued by bands that had the same name. Yeah, they had yes. one name. I forgot what it was, but there was a big famous name. And, I think one um, was Mammoth, I think, was one of the names. Mammoth was one of the names. There was one Trojan Rubber Company. Was <laughs> oh, one of the that's names. right. I forgot about that. And the Trojan people fucking sued them. I mean, yeah. I hate to say that's fucking clever. That's okay, clever. That clever. Dude, the, the book about their high school years that I read is fucking awesome, man. It makes me wish I was in high school in the 70s in a kick-ass band. Give us a little snippet of what happened. Well, I mean, it was California in the 70s where backyard parties would draw like 300 fucking people and the cops would show up with helicopters and shit, you know? And they got the reputation of like, if Van Halen's going to play, we need to have all hands on deck to fucking shut this shit down. Because it was always the rich kids whose parents went on to like uh, right. you know Cancun for a month, and they throw this party. Home, they have fucking parties every night with hundreds of fucking kids. Oh yeah, and they were they were charging cover and getting stages and lighting setups and fucking kegs and setting up bars, and these are like kids, you know. It's crazy. Kids today, kids today are too busy playing video games. They're living, they're playing a, yeah. a sim video game where they set up a Van Halen show. In their parents' backyard without even fucking making a, any noise. We'll or play the, the guitar video game. When we were talking about, this is like going back five or six years, when we were going to make the whole like world go virtual, right? We were going to open virtual malls yeah, and stuff yeah. like that where you could technically shop through the mall and then order a pizza and have it delivered and stuff. We would be fucking trillionaires by now with yeah, this yeah. fucking COVID thing. Dude, dude, 
fucking, fucking Jeff Bezos started Amazon in his garage just selling the books he had on right. hand. But he did it at the right fucking time, and now he's fucking Jeff Bezos. Right. We should have been Jeff Bezos 15 or 20 times over. With yeah. All the I mean, fucking ideas we had that were ahead of their time. Still could be. We're just waiting for that right uh, angel investor. Yeah. Yeah. And a sober And some people do all the work, right? We're still waiting for people. Fiverr. We need to build our company on Fiverr gigs. Oh my God! Do we? And then we should document it. We should document how we hired like the best fucking people, starting out on gigs on Fiverr, right? Well, this is Joe Schmo. He's our head of marketing. We bought him on Fiverr doing fucking voiceovers for uh, diaper companies. We should we do should. it. We should take five hundred dollars and try to turn it into ten thousand in a month oh my God. using Fiverr gigs. You think that's possible? Just, just we get clients for something. I don't know what, and outsource yeah. the work to fucking Fiverr. Oh yeah. my god, I love the fucking sound of that. Easy, I love it. Let's you could write a right. fucking book or make a YouTube series on that. You could, honestly, you could. You totally and could. After that ten thousand, we invest it into our next album. And what's crazy is you could do it. I remember seeing a guy who was a logo designer. And he would do that. He would just he, he would get a gig for like a you know fifteen hundred dollar logo design gig. He would buy like ten fiber gigs and right. just pitch the three best. And I can totally see that. That would be so fucking easy. Super easy. You know, as long as you get talented people off of fiber. And there are there's fucking hacks on fiber too, though, right? Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good people on fiber that do shit for fucking cheap. They do it because they enjoy it, and then they get utilized by that guy like that, and they end up saying, I'm never fucking designing again. Fuck that. That's the problem with enjoying something. You end up doing it for goddamn almost free. Yep, that is the problem. If you enjoy it, always That old saying is what? Find out what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life, but then again, you'll never make a buck. They never even fucking finish that sentence. They never finish that. Find out what you love and charge a shitload of money for it. That's what it should be. Charge double. Charge. Do you think it's worth charge ten times that? That's true. Because people, here's the problem: people who like what they do don't factor in the time because they're like, I like doing it. No. Yeah. I don't get a chance to do anything else, right? Right. Basically, the whole world comes down to what is your time worth. When you suddenly are doing what you like to do 80 hours a week, <laughs> right? you better You're be making some like fucking money. Very long. That's for sure. You will not like it very long. We're businessmen. I tried it. We should we write a write book, book or something like this. We're wise. We should write a book on uh, just how to live life. We should write the – were we going to rewrite the Bible at one point? We should we, rewrite this with slothisms. We should. Slothing thoughts. Yes. Yes. Random thoughts for daily living. Fuck yeah, dude. We could easily do it. We could easily do it. Comb through every episode. There's a nugget or ten in each one. There is. There is. And we actually do have our repetitive things that we go back to, right? Like things that I'd like to call the sloth core values. Yeah, yeah. The mantra. Don't work hard, right? You're working too hard. Get more sleep, obviously, is one of them, right? Don't take shit so seriously. I've got a whole bunch of them. They all lead to nowhere, but it doesn't matter because it, it, the happiness is in the journey, Rufus. It's not in the destination. That's true. Especially if you're relaxing towards the journey and you're not really 
working hard at the journey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The journey is its own reward. I think you said that one time. I did. I did. I made a cross stitch of it. It totally sounds like something you would say, no doubt. <laughs> I got a I tattoo got a of it. I think that's like the Rufus in the book of Psalms of Rufus. <laughs> in Rufus twelve nineteen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, zigzag four twenty. No, oh, yeah. not work hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're out for this weekend's show. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what I'm understanding? Oh, I'm not. I can't play the music, dude. I'm not. I'm not tuned in. Oh, oh shit. God. We're uh. Here we go. What am I looking for? The outro music. And I think it says show ender. Maybe. Show ender. Holy shit, these are actually in ABC order. We need What we need to do is go out and get rid of a bunch of those that are just duplicates in there. There's yeah, only like yeah. four things that we play. There's a lot There's of them. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to add some Folks, I'll do it next time. Don't worry, Rufus is not authorized. No, no. Not on my own. Till uh, Wednesday, folks. Catch us 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Double Z out. Later. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.